I'm Siobhan Barnes, ex-commercial and corporate real estate professional turned leadership and life coach, supporting high-achieving professionals to step into purpose-led careers without having to sacrifice their soul, sanity, or steady paycheck. I've coached hundreds of professionals to figure out their unique path to create meaningful success that feels as good on the inside as it looks on the outside using my signature aligned achievement method. In this podcast, I'll share how you can get clarity on your unique path, how to make an impact and step into more purpose in a way that's right and true for you. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Aligned Achiever podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Barnes, and really excited that you're joining in today, listening to today's topic, which is all around the four mindset challenges that keep smart professional women playing small. Now, the inspiration for today's episode has really come off the back of the incredible mentoring program that I've been a part of, that I've had the privilege to be a part of with the Women's Foundation here in Hong Kong. So for more than six months now, the journey actually began almost a year ago since applying and doing the interviews to be accepted as a mentor. You know, with the cohort of my current group, we've been journeying now for about six months. And in our last group mentoring session, we were asked about our commitments to promoting gender equality going forward and what we were going to do to really spearhead that within Hong Kong. And, you know, I have the great gift of working with clients all over the world. And of course, Hong Kong is my home. It's where I live and very much a part of what I want to be supporting and helping with. And it got me thinking deeply about how I can contribute to this with my expertise and my skill set because we all have different skills. We all have different talents. And so from where I'm sitting in terms of where I can best be of service, it's really around looking at how can women be empowered to take that seat at the table, to move forward, to have the courage to raise our voices, to put our hands up and say, yes, I can lead. I want to take on that responsibility. Choose me. And that really comes down to a belief and a mindset that we are worthy, we are enough, and we can move forward with our heart's desires. Because here's the thing, what we believe to be true actualizes and eventuates. Henry Ford famously said, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. And so today I wanted to speak about the four mindset challenges that I see coming up time and time again, both in my own life as a coach and transitioning from corporate into entrepreneurship and becoming a coach and all of that that's been entailed, and also working with my clients, seeing what they struggle with. And so if you feel like you could be playing a bigger game, like you could take up more space or that you just want to get back on track to goals that really matter to you and to move forward with momentum, then this episode is absolutely for you. And this one might be a nice one to actually even have a notebook next to you so that you can jot these down. Because what I find is that sometimes when we can name the thing that holds us back, then we actually know, okay, I need to address this. We've got a label, we've got a title that we can sort of call it. And we know that, okay, this is where I can focus my energy and time. And I will tell you that mindset is one of those things that we kind of want to skip over. We think we've got it handled. We think we can do it by ourselves. 
However, sometimes we can't see our own blind spots. And so my intention for today's episode is to share with you these four mindset challenges so that you know what they are. And if they are you, to note that, okay, this is where you start. This is where you can choose to focus so that you can move on. And full transparency, if you need support with that, for the month of June, I am offering these intensives, these untamed CEO mindset intensives. They're only for June and they're a really great opportunity for you to get to the root cause of whatever mindset challenge is going on for you. These intensives are specifically for high achieving women who've done all the work. They're done with overworking, relentless striving and second guessing themselves. And so if you'd like to nab yourself a spot, you can come on over to siobhanbarnes.com forward slash UCEO mindset intensive. I'll pop a link to that in the show notes over at siobhanbarnes.com forward slash 65. That's the number six, five. And you can read more about that there if you want that support. But let's dive into these four mindset challenges, shall we? So the first one that I see coming up time and time again, specifically for professional women, is this notion of imposter syndrome. This is when you might be doubting yourself and your accomplishments, maybe questioning if your achievements and your abilities are enough. You know that you've got imposter syndrome if you attribute your success to luck or external factors. And the antidote is really to acknowledge the skills that you have, the qualifications that you have, the hard work that you've put in, and to know that you're doing a good job. The other way that imposter syndrome can manifest is when you feel like a fraud or undeserving of the success that you have. So women can experience imposter syndrome as a feeling of inadequacy, feeling as if they don't really belong or that they don't deserve the position or opportunities that they've managed to attain and work towards. And they can compare themselves kind of unfavorably to their colleagues, assuming that other people are more competent, somebody else should be able to do this job, and oh my gosh, I'm going to be found out that I don't know what I'm doing. And so when you have this imposter syndrome feeling like a fraud, it can really hinder your ability to embrace your accomplishments and to take on new challenges. And it can be that slight micro pause to say, oh, I don't know if that's for me or if I can do that. And one of the ways that I see that, particularly for women who've done quite a bit of work, unpacking their privilege, looking at, okay, I know that I've been given a lot of opportunity and that's not because of my hard work, but, you know, winning the gene lottery. And, you know, that might be the case. And it's also okay to be accepting of the work that you have put in and the fact that you have used the opportunities that you've been given And to know that when you get into a position of power and you've done the work to embrace your privilege and know that you have this advantage, you're going to be more likely to say, hang on a minute, how can we include others? How can we do more for those that haven't had the same privilege as me? So it's exactly you who should be in a position of leadership because you care and you have the heart. Imposter syndrome can also manifest as overworking and perfectionism. So professional women who have imposter syndrome might engage in these excessive work hours, working really, really hard, demonstrating these perfectionistic tendencies, working on something until 11 o'clock at night because they want it just right. And so you might find that imposter syndrome is at play for you when you feel like you need to work harder than anyone else to prove your worth or compensate for any deficiencies that you think you have. And you and I both know that that's not healthy, right? This relentless pursuit for perfection, for overworking. 
that's just the fast track to burnout, stress, and never getting on that work-life integration train that we all want to get on because we can't keep going at that pace. And if you listened to last week's episode, you'll be able to hear a little bit more about my own journey with this because I'm putting my hand up in the air to say that absolutely was me. And so just know that imposter syndrome, that is absolutely one of the biggest mindset challenges that I see professional women making. And I don't want you to make that yourself. Okay. What's the second? The second mindset challenge is the fear of failure. So the fear of failure can drive so much behavior. It might look like not putting your hand up for that promotion because you're worried that you're going to fail. And oh my gosh, can you take on that role? It might look like you not having that difficult conversation with your boss because you don't want to be perceived as not knowing what you're doing or like being perceived as weak or not likable. And so this fear of failure can manifest as a few different things. This might be at play for you if you find that you're just playing small, like you're not taking risks, you're not pursuing new opportunities, and you're staying within your comfort zone. And look, it's a very different thing to know that where you are is where you want to be, but it's another to be playing small, staying safe when you're actually avoiding projects, avoiding promotions, avoiding advancing your way up the ladder because you're scared that, oh my gosh, what if I don't meet expectations? Or, oh my gosh, what if I make a mistake? The stakes are higher when I climb up this ladder. What if I can't do it? So this fear can actually limit your professional growth and prevent you from reaching your full potential. The other way fear of failure might manifest for you is like this feeling of perfectionism. Again, similar to what I'd spoken about before when I'd spoken about imposter syndrome. But in this sense, it's about this excessive criticism. So women who have a fear of failure often have very high expectations on themselves and they strive for perfection. And the standards that you might be setting, if this is at play for you, you might be just setting really high standards and criticizing yourself for all your flaws, all of your mistakes. And this self-critical mindset can be debilitating, can be absolutely paralyzing, so much so that you aren't okay with even making a minor error. And it can hinder your ability to learn from failures and setbacks. And you might see that these mistakes or perceived risks of making mistakes are shortcomings rather than opportunities for growth, which is absolutely what these are, right? We never know whether we're on the right path or whether we should take on the role or whether we should do that thing unless we do it. As Marie Folio says, clarity comes from engagement, not thought. And if you're a high achiever, and more importantly, an aligned achiever, if you're listening to this podcast, we need to build the skills of knowing that, yes, we're here to learn and grow and push our edges and to become familiar with discomfort. Because the definition of putting yourself outside of your comfort zone is not going to feel safe in your body. You're going to feel deeply uncomfortable. And absolutely, there's going to be a risk of failure. And we often think that risk of failure is so great, but actually staying in the status quo and staying safe, don't underestimate how that can eat away at your self-esteem, your self-confidence, because you're not trying. And that doesn't feel good either. So if the fear of failure is at play for you, you might find that its flavor shows up as delayed decision-making, indecision. The fear of failure can lead to so much indecisiveness and a reluctance to make decisions. And so when you're overly cautious, you're overanalyzing every choice, fearing that you're going to make the wrong decision because of the impact of that's going to have, then you're going to miss out on opportunities and you're not going to progress in your career. 
And, you know, this fear of failure, delayed decision-making, that can lead to procrastination, delayed action. And you might find that you're looking for an unrealistic level of certainty before moving forward. And that's just not comfortable either. And that can, again, be very, very debilitating on your self-esteem. So take a pause there. I've spoken about the fear of failure. I've spoken about imposter syndrome. Take a moment to check in. Do these apply to you? Yes or no? The third mindset challenge that I see smart professional women making is people-pleasing. Now, I've actually begun to notice this with my daughter. She's turning 10 this year. And I've noticed that she keeps coming to ask me, is this okay? Is this right? Am I doing it right? For very, very small things. And I'm very conscious of this because I don't want her to try to please me or try to get it right and trying to encourage her to make her own decisions. And, you know, rather than say, mom, can I have this? Just say, mom, I'm having this orange juice or whatever it might be, as silly as that might be. Would you like anything? Whatever, you know, just to get her in the practice of like saying, I'm doing this without seeking permission. So this again is very personal because I absolutely identify as a people pleaser. And when you are a people pleaser, it can lead to three things. Number one, it can lead to finding it difficult to set boundaries. When you don't set clear boundaries, you might find that you say yes to more work, whether that be from colleagues or superiors, because you're worried that if you say no, you're not going to come across as cooperative or helpful. So what that means is you might take on excessive workload that means that you sacrifice your own well-being and that will have an impact on your productivity and your well-being. You might find that as a people pleaser, you overcommit and you neglect your self-care. And if you're constantly seeking approval and validation from others, it's going to be exhausting. Absolutely you're going the bullet train to burnout. Like it's not what you want. And your stress levels are going to go through the roof and you're going to have a diminished ability to perform at your best. So we don't want to do that. As a people pleaser, it can also manifest as avoiding conflict in the workplace and suppressing opinions. And this is really important, right? Because as you become a leader, as you take up more space, whether that's within an organization, or let's say you are a thought leader as an expert in a particular domain, your opinions matter. Your ability to deal with difficult people matters. It's actually a skill. And so being able to engage in healthy conflict is really, really important. When you're a people pleaser, maybe you fear rocking the boat or you avoid confrontation. And so you might see this manifest for you as being silent, even when you have really valuable insights and ideas. And of course, that's going to hinder your professional growth because people can't hear your opinions. They're not going to see you. They're not going to feel you. And that can actually perpetuate a lack of diverse perspectives within the workplace. So people-pleasing on the surface might seem like a good thing. It might seem like you're committed, like you're doing the work, but there's a cost. There's a cost to your energy. There's a cost to your well-being. And there's a cost to you not speaking up because you're suppressing your opinions. And again, your self-esteem will spiral. And that's not what I want for you. All right, the fourth one. The fourth mindset challenge that keeps smart professional women playing small is simply a lack of confidence. And I could go into a whole other podcast episode on why I think women in particular lack self-confidence, but that's for another day. If you are lacking confidence, then of course, you're going to hold back from sharing your ideas and opinions. You're going to second guess yourself if you're the right person to go for that promotion, like whether you have enough qualifications, if you've got the right chops, the credentials to move forward. And actually another area that might be a tripping point for you is finding it difficult to assert yourself and negotiate. 
particularly when it comes up with the terms of your employment. So whether that's your salary increase or your promotion or more flexible work arrangements, and that can lead to missed opportunities for advancement, fair compensation, as well as an imbalance of power dynamics within the workplace. So those are the four mindset challenges that I wanted to speak to. So to quickly recap, number one was imposter syndrome. Number two is fear of failure. Number three is people pleasing. And number four is a lack of self-confidence. And so I want you to know that overcoming these mindset challenges is absolutely something I want for you as an individual. It matters 100%. And beyond that, doing this mindset work, changing your own narrative about who you are and what role you play in the organization that you're in, that goes so much deeper. It goes so much deeper because you then become the person who's here to challenge these typical gender stereotypes and societal expectations. If you have the conviction, the confidence to lead and say, hey, I'm not going to do that anymore. No, I'm going to do it this way. You're breaking the mold. You're breaking the status quo. You're showing a different model of leadership and you are modeling a different way of being for those women who perhaps have just joined the organization and are looking to you. And that helps to break down the gender biases and the discrimination that we see in the workplace. And also, when you step up and lead, when you advocate for yourself and your well-being, that improves your ability to manage your energy, to have more of this work-life integration, and to shift the needle towards more balanced societal roles, rather than it being simply maternity leave, moving to parenting leave, just changing the narrative about what it means to be a mother in the workplace or a father in the workplace to what it means to be a parent in the workplace. And so I want you to know that these mindset behaviors, they might seem small, they might seem trivial. You might think that you've just got to soldier through, push on through, but the truth is sometimes we need support. Your thoughts and your feelings create the actions that you take and ultimately the results that you see in your external world. You can't just mantra your way through. You can't just sort of shoulder charge into change. We've got to look at how we can rewire this and look at working with your subconscious. And that's one of the ways I really love to work with my clients because when we work at the subconscious level, we're really going into the operating system that is running the show. You and I both know that I could give you the strategy for having a difficult conversation with your boss for that promotion. But if you go in there feeling not confident with a shaky voice, not looking that person in the eye to say, hey, this is the reason why I'm putting forward a case for my promotion, then what's the likelihood of that actually happening? It's not going to happen, right? Whereas if you go in believing I'm enough, I want this, and here are the reasons why, it changes the entire dynamic. It's not just what you say and do, it's the energy behind it. And that also comes down to what you believe to be true for yourself. And so, as I said at the beginning, if you want support around this, I'm offering a limited number of Untamed CEO mindset intensives, and they're an opportunity to really get to the root cause of your unique challenge and really get out from underneath it and realize, okay, this is the belief I have and actually upgrade it so that you can move forward, not from a place of should, but from a place of, yeah, I know that that old belief, that's not me anymore. I can see why it's there, but this new belief oh yes, this is mine and I'm ready to move forward from that place. 
And so if you'd like to hear more about that offering, come on over to the show notes, siobhanbarnes.com forward slash 65. But how it works is that it's one virtual session with me where we work together to clarify like what's that core belief? What's that core dynamic that is capping your potential? That's keeping you playing small in your life and career. And in the session, we will rewire and reprogram this belief. I'll create a customized and tailored audio recording for you so that you can anchor in these new changes and beliefs. Our minds learn through repetition, so this is a very important part of the process. You'll get an integration guide so that we can take it from your subconscious into more of an embodied level, so you'll be able to embody your new belief beyond the level of your mind. And then after three to four weeks, we will check in again for another session so that we can check in celebrate your transformation and actually take note of it. Because the thing is, sometimes we can think that, oh, nothing's changed. And when we reflect, we realize, holy moly, I showed up so differently in that performance review, or, oh my God, I had that difficult conversation with that difficult colleague of mine. And so in between that experience, you'll also get email access to me. So that's in between your initial and celebration session. So we can workshop any questions or queries that you may have. So after the experience, you're going to be super clear on what that saboteur is, like what's personally keeping you stuck in that cycle of striving, in that cycle of overdoing or pushing without really living. We're going to upgrade and install a new operating system so that you can start living and leading as the real you and make empowered decisions from this place. And you're going to have this one-on-one support just to be able to get clear on, okay, what is the challenge I'm facing here? How can I work through this? It might be self-sabotage, imposter syndrome, not speaking up, staying small, conflict avoidance, not owning your worth and value, anxiety, lack of self-esteem and confidence, all of it. And so we'll take it deeper by adding the embodiment practices so that you can really begin to embody this deep within your body. And in this experience, I bring together my training in rapid transformational therapy, that's RTT, feminine embodiment coaching, energetics, and neuroscience. So in a nutshell, you're upgraded holistically. And by the end of our time together, you're going to find freedom and peace in your life and career and start trusting yourself, your path, and your purpose so that you can move forward. That's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we've spoken about the four mindset challenges that keep smart professional women playing small. And I would absolutely love to hear from you. If we're connected on LinkedIn, let me know which of those four mindset challenges applies to you. You can send me a DM if you don't want to comment on the post that will go along with this podcast episode. And equally, if we're connected on Instagram or you're subscribed to the weekly newsletter, then hit reply and let me know. I'd love to know what challenge is specifically at play for you so that I can support you and I can create more great content to support you through it. Thank you so much for tuning in. And please remember... You are here for a reason beyond merely hustling, grinding, and merely surviving. You matter.